0: What up? Welcome we're back. back, Oasis Podcast. What's <laughs> up, guys? Uh, welcome to <laughs> the, the Oasis Podcast, forty seventh podcast. Brennan and Ben. Hi, guys. And Jana.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're on fire
0: today. This so, is gonna be a good one. If you're new to the podcast, we're the Oasis staff, and we like to bring up topics that are important to young adults and college students because that's our ministry. And really, and well, we are all young adults. What? Well, right. Well. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, well, you should let, let.
0: Let's let Ben have that one. Just You're you're welcome. Uh, but yeah, we talk to young adults about young adult stuff, topics, and we try to tie in and try. We do tie in the Bible and biblical advice as well as personal experience. So if you're not here for that kind of that stuff, maybe we're not stay, the podcast no, no, for you. No, stay Say and listen. It, yeah. Like, I want you to listen. And then hit the subscribe button, like, and I mean, share. Yeah, I mean, share it. <laughs>
1: We are coming up with our new sponsorship next week. Super excited to drop it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just kidding,
0: guys. (laughs) JB's finally reached out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, people at the table and anybody listening, I guess you can answer this question for yourself, too. We're talking about finishing well and what it looks like to do that. But what was the last thing you guys finished that was maybe, like, semi-significant? Like, I don't want you to say your breakfast.
1: I was going to say my breakfast.
0: Like, Jana just ate a piece of (laughs) coffee cake or something. It's like, no, I don't want you to say that. Tell me something you actually finished that maybe kind of mattered. Oh, so nothing. (laughs) ah,
2: ah. (laughs) I forgot to think ahead.
1: (laughs) I just, so, I mean, what last month, I guess. Yeah. Last month I finished my ordination paperwork. It's an ordination application Mm. that asks 70 questions. A lot on theology, personal life, church leadership, pastoral stuff. Um, and it was heavy. That's a lot. And it was the last thing I needed to finish before I could have my ordination interview.
0: Yeah. I just had actually some people ask me this morning what ordination is and how I had explained explain that. And I, I feel like I did a very okay job of <laughs> explaining it. And I'm on the ordination track. So maybe we'll do a podcast talk about that behind the scenes sometime. Perfect.
2: Maybe.
0: <laughs> Put Jana, it on the <laughs> do you think of something?
2: Um, man, I feel like I haven't finished a lot of significant things recently. Um, in December, I finished uh, like an entire Bible reading plan. Whoa! That's, yes, so let's that go. That was pretty significant. That's very significant. I love
0: that. <laughs> That's good. Uh, yesterday, I spent a significant period of time making sure that my message was finished. Oh. Or this weekend, but you guys will get this Tuesday. So last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully you have listened to it. Did you uh, finish
1: your message? Yeah. Nice job. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And I think it shall be good. I guess you guys can listen. Just click the link below, and you can check it out. I but, think
1: it, it's going to be great.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be what it is. You know. It will be what it is. Classic. So, I did finish that though, and I'm pretty pumped because I got it done earlier in the week, and then I can not have to stress about it. Get all get all hyped up for Sunday. So yeah yeah yeah. We've all finished things some of us very recently, some yeah. of us a little bit farther away, but in different levels of significance and different levels of whatever. But the reality is we're always finishing things, right? Yeah. Amen. As, and so like w- is that why we did this podcast or like what's the topic? What is what is this even coming from?
2: yeah we're talking about finishing well um because of the fact that we are all finishing things regularly um so you're ending classes you're ending semesters you're finishing up with jobs if it's a summer you're finishing up those internships or um the jobs that you have there, or maybe a school year's coming to an end and you're finishing up relationships with specific roommates that you've been living with like you're always finishing different things in your life and we always will be and so the point of this podcast the reason that we're diving into this is to begin to ask the question or look at are we finishing these things well Hmm. are we finishing in such a way that's helpful um to us to the people we're leaving behind to the scenarios we're leaving behind or are they a detriment um and so we believe this is important so we're diving into it
0: yeah super good that's good ben what do you think why, why don't you just keep <laughs> flushing out this idea of, okay why is it important <laughs> why is this yeah.
1: important i mean again like brennan said beautifully and super eloquently uh we are a young adult po- podcast that pushes in what it looks like to follow jesus even faithfully mm-hmm. <laughs> and in that with like jana said seasons changing different things changing wanting to finish things well um we look to scripture so what does scripture have to say about this and paul who is just a boss of the faith uh incredible incredible apostle father jesus poured into people really well uh writes this like final letter to the person that he discipled uh called timothy and in second timothy verse chapter four verse six through eight he gives this idea of like an encouragement but also like not in a moderation of self but it's an encouragement like i've done this and i want this for you Mm. and so it's like this for us as well he says and starting in verse six for i am already being poured out like a drink offering he's giving right he's serving he's sacrificing and the time for my departure is near so something changing now for paul this is death (laughs) so so one aspect of finishing well is how are you going to finish your life well but we're assuming for most of you you're not going to die soon like paul knew he was going to die soon you Mm -hmm. might be prepared to finish well verse seven he says i have fought the good fight i have finished the race i've kept the faith um and then he says in eight now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness which the lord the righteous judge will award me world award to me on that day and not only to me but also to all who have longed for his appearing and it just gives this beautiful picture and image of not only what to do and for Paul as he's his end is nearing as this season for him his life but for us even for our, as we have seasons that will end as we transition into to what what is next for us it's i've done this fighting the fight finishing the race keeping the faith um, and i just it's a beautiful Picture and image of what it looks like to
0: look in the past, the present, and the future for how to finish well. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So essentially, the Bible tells me so.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the answer. Perfect. Always the
0: B I B L E. That is that the book for me? Now that
2: I stand upon, that <laughs> is the, the book. That is
0: the book for me. <laughs> so See, that is... <laughs> that, <laughs> that is good. I, I just had the nursery rhymes stuck in the head. So shout out to. Everybody who ever gave me a nursery rhyme about the Bible, because I'm remembering when you, them when
1: right you, now. When you grew up you had that?
0: I probably they probably finished well yeah. my childhood into
1: <laughs> uh, I'm no, really no. glad you had that growing up gotta, as a kid. I'm sorry, I gotta get us
0: back on track. <laughs> but here's the idea is okay, we're finishing things well all the time. It's incredibly important to try and finish those things well. And how do we do that? Like, is there practical advice or things that you're seeing in the text where it's like, okay, Paul is challenging me and encouraging me to do blank? we want to kick us off with just start us somewhere, Ben.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go with trust. I, my, my favorite phrase recently for some, I have like three things that I'll go to and you guys will hear them a lot. But one of them right now is like, what does it look like for us in all things to to hold loose all things except for Jesus? Like to hold loosely all things except for Jesus. And I think that phrase for me has worked really, really well when it's come to finishing things well, finishing seasons well, finishing anything really, 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 really well. And the idea of holding close to Jesus and holding him close is the reality of what does it look like to trust him mm-hmm. in everything and in all things, knowing he's never going to fail, right? Because he's mm-hmm. always faithful, He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm -hmm. Like, there's going to be relationships that are going to end, and that's okay, right? There's going to be, for me even, I've worked at three different churches, and that's okay. So, like, I don't want to hold close to those things that they would be my anchor, that they would be my source of strength, that they would be my source of encouragement and joy, it's Jesus is those things so it starts with trust how am I trusting Jesus in this time of transition in this season of needing to finish well and it starts with trust and I'm gonna go through if you guys are okay with this unless you want to pipe in anytime
0: well I mean I'd probably jump in and say (laughs) our faith is not individual it's communal (laughs) how dare you (laughs) and uh, discipleship is like (laughs) is like birth (laughs) I'm around this guy too much yeah it's just like (laughs) have a good time Uh (laughs) no 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 but i think you could actually get, get back in get back in here you you big baby but seriously uh i actually think you could probably play in that second statement into this just like oh for you, sure how do you trust your community yep like oh, in your yeah. seasons of um transition if you can trust and rely on like a healthy community i think they can help you process these things well help you move through them well so i said it jokingly but legit i think you it is, put that in there it yeah. does okay yeah. now you yeah. can keep going you're,
1: you're right brennan <laughs> um so trusting Jesus yeah because our faith is not just individual it's communal but the idea of okay he fought the good fight That's looking past and he's recognized. So it's not bad to look back, be thankful for what you've seen God do, Mm -hmm. but in fighting the good fight, he was faithful, Yeah, right? He was faithful in everything he did. He remained faithful to God. He remained faithful to the gospel message. He remained faithful in his commitments, and I think that helped him do the next thing to complete the race, to finish well, really well. He looked back on how he was faithful, how God was faithful to him, but then, okay, what does it look like to finish? faithfully. Mm -hmm. And that takes perseverance and that takes trusting God. And that takes a community of people around you. It takes, and it means staying committed to the things that you were going to stay committed to those relationships, those areas of service, those different moments, like how do you complete the race just because, and it doesn't matter how much time is left. Mm -hmm. So a lot of this for us is this transition and this end of a semester or any semester, right? So for the spring, it's like, we have seniors and young adults we'll never see again. Like, yeah. that's a reality in our college young adult ministry, and that, like, for yeah. me, that sucks, but at oh, the yeah. same time, it's also incredibly encouraging, because we try to put things in place and try to encourage people in a way where it's like, you're going, and you're going to places to ha- where you will have influence to help people know Jesus, to serve in areas, but what does that look like now mm-hmm. to finish well? Like, stay committed. Yeah. Even if there's only two months left, there's still opportunity. Yeah to stay faithful, to remember what God has done, mm-hmm. to finish and complete complete that race well. And I just I, I just it's a beautiful three phase and then the idea of right I have kept the faith of how I would have I've actually I've trusted and I've stayed.
0: Yeah. And, and I love how into that like there almost pray, uh plays like a practice mentality. Like and maybe I can flesh this out better than I just say it said it. But like you don't have to get it perfect the first time. Super good. Yeah. Because I think a tendency I'll have is like um even right now, like I'm trying to more intentionally practice Sabbath. So like I think the the opportunity of Sabbath is every week you get an opportunity you get the chance to practice. Mm-hmm. So how can you just do better next week than you did this week? And I think it's the same with this idea of finishing well. Like if you're right now finishing like a commitment, like say you're a part of a club or an organization or like a volunteer opportunity or like you're on a board somewhere. Like, if you're going to finish that, like, you might not do it perfect this time, but how next time do you recognize what you've done in the past or what you just did and finish better the next time? So, it's like, good, when yeah. it comes to this faithfulness idea, like, I love the word faithfulness. It's been pretty much my year, yeah, my word huge. for, like, the last year. But I don't think I always do it perfectly, but I'm learning how to. And I think that, that perfectly plays into this idea of just finishing well
2: yeah, you know, good and i think sometimes as people we have the tendency with that when we see the end in sight we kind of just coast mm, or we that's... just give up particularly like as students you know like as seniors and i did this like senior get to like that middle of the, se- the last semester and you're like okay i just writing this out i just gotta get to the end i don't mm-hmm. care how it goes but the reality is like you want to give your all to that you want to be faithful in relationships that you have you want to persevere and do well like that honors god with your time um and you're faithful to that thing you're committed to. I think Mm -hmm. it's important. That's so good. And
0: you just said the word, but I want us to play that idea out even a little bit more. Like, what does it look like to persevere necessarily in your commitments or the things you're trying to finish? Well, you know, I think faithfulness, positive, like positive, you know, trust. That's a positive idea. Persevere like ooh that doesn't sound great so what does it look like to persevere yeah
1: where it comes to mind consistency Mm -hmm. right I just the reality of I think Jaina perfectly with what you said when we get to the, it's easy to coast or we want to coast or we want to like, or even I've had the mindset even sometimes when I've transitioned or getting ready to transition from a, one season to the next. So maybe it is spring semester into the summer. Maybe it is job to job, um, roommate relationships that are going to change. Uh, I've had this thing, well, when this changes or when this is done, then I'll start, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And so it's consistent, consistency um, and constancy. Uh, it's within your, in word and in prayer. Right? It's like, okay, I'm not going to start. I'll start that Bible plan in two months when, in, when I st- have a fresh start. Mm. It's like, well, the decisions you're making right now are going to play into and affect actually decisions that you're able to make in that next season, just yeah, as much yeah. as it will. So, mm-hmm. what does consistency uh, look like and constancy look like in this season to finish well right now? Yeah. And I wish I remembered Eugene Peterson's quote, which Brennan will know right off the top of his head, maybe. Oh, it's
0: faithful obedience in the law. Lo- and it's faithful obedience in. same direction yes so every day for over a long period of time not instant but over a long
1: period of time perseverance is this idea Mm -hmm. of making those faithful consistent
0: choices and being okay knowing over a long period of time
1: and being consistent in it
0: oh that's good and i think something you said in there is just like this anticipation for the next thing and probably that will be something we'll play into maybe the, the negative side of when we've seen it or done it this finishing well but I, I've heard this statement and take it for what it is, but it's, it's not biblical. It's just something people say, but like the devil's favorite word is tomorrow. It's just this idea of I'll do it tomorrow. I'll fix it tomorrow. I'll look into it tomorrow. And I think that plays really deep into yep. the idea of finishing well, where your mind, your mind, your actions, your heart goes to that next thing without closing what, what's right in front of you, without being present to those relationships or that activity or that commitment. So I, I, I don't know if there's... Yeah, maybe it's just presence in this perseverance. Yeah. That that's continue super to be good. to be where you're at, continue yep. to invest in the things you're currently doing uh, before you move on to that next thing. Be aware, even if you've never felt that temptation before, that the enemy's gonna try to distract you because yeah. he wants to steal, kill, and destroy your mm. faith and your soul. That's super good. What else is in this idea of finishing well and, and doing it well?
2: Yeah. Um one of the other things that we we think is part of that is just multiplication. So, as you leave, as you transition out, how are you setting up what you're leaving behind to continue after you? Like, we talk about this a lot with leaders or even as pastors. Like, are you more or less working yourself out of a job? Are you training up people behind you that can continue the work that you're doing? Are you empowering people to step in um, after? And that doesn't have to just be for a leader, but maybe you're someone who's in a club or you're on a sports team or something like that where you have a role and you are playing a part in that. Who are you bringing up behind you that can do that same thing? Um, because obviously you care about whatever it is that you've been a part of. And so I would assume that you probably want it to continue on after you. And the, one of the best things that you can do for this thing you've been a part of that you've loved and appreciated is raise up other people to do that. That is
0: so well. good. That's so good. Yeah, what a gift for you if you really love or are passionate about something. What a yeah. gift for you to turn around and say, look at this person I've just trained up to yeah. now give you to fill the role I was doing. Yep man, I, that, that would fire me up if yeah. one of our leaders, our, our leaders are doing this, yeah. you know, and I think that's really cool. One of the things I've heard about multiplication, and Jaina said this idea, it's like, okay, work yourself out of a job. And that sounds negative, but yeah. if you flush it out, it kind of looks like this. I heard a pastor once talking about, there's these three questions you can ask. It's who is doing what you are, who can do what okay, you are yep. doing. Like, is there a task or something um, tangible that you're doing that you could pass off to someone else to give them that opportunity? Who is saying, or what are you saying that someone else could say? And then what are you leading that someone else could lead? And it's just these three reflective questions where it's constantly just being open to give things away, to give influence, to give leadership, to give, like, vernacular or terms or, or words. Like, and, and when you pass that away, like, for you it might be, And honestly, a leaving moment, but for them, it's a gaining moment, and and where you can continue to steward that as you shepherd that person. But I love those questions, and I think that's something I need to even ask myself more often.
1: Yeah, one of my favorite things to do is work myself out of a job. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. I could just and 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 the position that we're in, right? It's. I honestly think it's a little easier just because I think we have potentially more opportunity to do it and with the specific jobs that we have and the callings uh, that we have as pastors. But this happens, this can happen anywhere. Like it doesn't have to be like, oh, you can only work yourself out of a job in a church. Um, But it's it's being aware and being able to know like you have great things to bring to the table wherever you're at, wherever you're serving, wherever you're working, the relationships that you have. So what does it look like to even be faithful in the gifts God's given you Mm -hmm. and using that and pouring those in, serving well, which is this idea of multiplication pouring into knowing when you leave. There's not, and it's not just this idea of like, all right, I've done it well, I've done it great, I'm leaving a legacy for myself, mm-hmm. but it's not like I'm stewarding well the things that God's given me.
2: Part of that could also be not just leaving behind the skills and abilities and the roles that you filled, but how do you believe behind a trail of, of faith? Yeah. Of how are you sharing the gospel with the people around you, encouraging so them yeah. and, and raising people up to grow in their own faith? So you could take it that direction too, and that takes out the whole job language of it yeah that's super good that's just relational Mm -hmm. yeah
1: that's Paul I mean I I, I like I think I I appreciate this last semester when we were doing our rerouting series and just this idea of how he (laughs) said goodbye to some people knowing he was going to a place that he was going to be in prison or he was going to die and in Acts 20 verse 17 Paul sent to Ephesus for the elders of the church to come to him so that he could say goodbye to them. And it says, when he arrived, he said to him, you know how I lived the whole time I was with you from the first day I came into the province of Asia. I served the Lord with great humility and with tears in the midst of severe testing by the plots of my Jewish opponents. And just this idea, like he loved these people so much that he wanted to say goodbye and knew the only opportunity was for them to say, but knowing like, even in finishing well, it's okay that it's going to be tough. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay that there's going to be moments where you're, Gonna have tears. It's okay to say goodbye and to say it well, <clears throat> but I think a lot of that is pouring well and, and leaving that trail of faith. Like, what did I come to do? What did I? What did I leave? Um, yeah, it was Jesus priority in those moments?
0: Oh, that's super good. And I even like tying back into what Jana said about just leaving a, a trail trail of faith. And she used the word legacy somewhere in there. Have you been said oh, Okay, so, someone said the word legacy, <laughs> and my mind started running there because I once heard a pastor actually talk about. Their idea of legacy, and I, I disagreed with what this pastor was saying because he was talking about my legacy is the books or the written words I leave behind, like those will always last, you know. People, these books, True. and Ben's shaking his head, but and I <laughs> and I, I understand that idea, but to be honest, like I don't care if anybody remembers my name, yep,
1: yeah,
0: agreed. I just don't, I don't, and like he was talking about like your great great grandchildren, like how many of you know your great great grandpa? And it's like you, you don't probably, and his idea was well, I'm going to create a legacy through these books and these written words, and as well as he would say, like, investing in relationships and these different things. But to me, it's so much more about, okay, when you leave an organization, people are going to forget who you are. But the impact you had, especially with the gospel and how you served and loved people, like, that ripple effect, maybe we'll never leave that organization. Like, that could completely change the legacy yep. of that place without your name ever being remembered. Mm-hmm. And I, I would much rather have that. So,
1: Which to me, that speaks to you. My legacy is not in books. My legacy was in the relationships that I had and how I cultivated them oh, and, and, just, and what was my prior, and priority giving glory to God, moments, you know, correct, And God, that's and what I mean.
0: Having kingdom in <clears throat> Yep, so it's like,
1: I, I'm i okay with my great, great grandkids not knowing my name, but did they know that their parents were followers of Jesus because their grandparents were because their great grandparents? Like just mm-hmm. that, that was a priority that was handed down from generation to generation is gonna continue to be.
0: Yeah, and I, and I don't want you guys sitting there thinking, oh, three pastors care about the kingdom of God. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah. Like, Yes, Um, we do very clearly, but (laughs) we also, if none of us worked in ministry, I hope we'd have the exact same heart and uh, where it's like, I don't necessarily care if my company will remember my name or if I get that plaque on the wall or if I have a statue out front, like I want Jesus to be glorified and I want lives to be changed through my presence in that place.
1: My father-in-law, like I look at him and he's a man who's not in ministry. He's not called into, he's a doctor who is really great at what he does. And his number one priority is that people would know Jesus. Yeah. Like that's just it, and like he has four kids who love Jesus, who all left the home, found their own faith, and continue to follow Jesus faithfully because it was a priority for him and his wife, for him and Deanna, just to do it well, and they did it so well.
0: Mm -hmm. And to tie in this last kind of how of of what we would say, how do you finish well? Is I think it's so important to have an eternal perspective, like recognize the things you're finishing now are temporal. They're they're not forever. Everything we're doing right now is ah, uh, let me change that. 99% of what we're doing right now is not going to last forever. What you invest in the kingdom, that will last forever. The relationships and the way you t- t- talk about Jesus, the way you live your life for Jesus, that stuff lasts forever. That's yeah eternal. And as well as the mindset you have focusing on heaven and the way that Paul was able to write these these words from jail cells and the way that he was able to write these words through persecution and beatings and hardship and and even in the joy, he was able to look forward and then talk to the people that he was currently with because he knew of what was eventually yeah. going to come. That And again, his was literal death, so <laughs> it was a little bit more aggressive, but he, he knew the eternal perspective and the destination was heaven and it would all be worth it so as you're finishing these things i think there's hold it in tension with this idea of it's it's finishing because it's it's not eternal a lot of the time it's not the ultimate end yeah Yeah. and recognize that you're every time you finish something you do you move closer to heaven and that should bring us just joy and excitement you know
1: yeah that's and that's scriptural brennan great job
0: whoa
2: (laughs) (laughs) right
1: Second Corinthians four eighteen. We fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is yeah. seen is temporary, but what is unseen is You know, terminal? a lot of I times I so think
0: I'm just like <clears throat> so in tune with the word that it just flows out of me without the references. I didn't just didn't know. You know, how dare you? I'm joking. That, that <laughs> I do read the Bible, but I don't. I don't take credit for specifically knowing that section of Second Corinthians. Okay, <laughs> which Paul wrote? Which Paul wrote? There you go. I love that guy. Paul. Getting, that. You know, he's
1: a smart man. He's so good
0: you know but do i love saul ah different question yes anyways next yes time. yes <laughs> yes i know i know come yes. on i gotta give the people a little bit of that they gotta have something to email me about <laughs> all right no 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 let's finish this and that's are...
1: b schmidt at gracepointwesland.org <laughs> you
0: could have found it on the website i'm not even scared uh what i do want to finish with this is okay personally where have you practiced finishing well Or seen it? Like, if you don't want to, if you don't necessarily instantly jump to a specific story where, like, I did this really well, where have you maybe seen it done really well?
1: Uh, Well, I'm going to talk about a time where this just happened with me.
0: (laughs) Oh, come on, this guy.
1: (laughs) Well, just because it's so, it's fresh in my mind, and I'm a billion years old, so I have a little bit more experience (laughs) than you guys. But I didn't even, like, it didn't happen because I was intentional with it. It's people who I even have heard about, do it really, really well. So I was at a different church, obviously, before the one I'm at right now at Grace Point. I was at Cornerstone in Watertown South Dakota. And offer job came, accepted the offer to be the Oasis pastor. And even new in that, I like, okay, I, I, what does this look like? I know that my I have a tendency for my heart, if, if I know I'm going to a new place and that's where God is calling us, like my heart will immediately jump there. It just does it. That's my personality. And so I would have a tendency to not finish well and just to – to coast than to be at the next location, and and the first time I told um my boss, the senior pastor at, at Cornerstone, he just. Sat down was super encouraging about it, like he'd known this was the process was happening. And first time I told him like I actually accepted the job, he's just like, "All right, now let's set down a plan so you could finish well." And he said, "I actually don't want you here for longer than six weeks because because he, he knew my personality and he 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 like put it on himself, but knew like for me it was going to be actually more benefit. was a good boss. He served me really well, dude. Yeah. But he says like, "All right, let's put things. Let's let's finish this well." And so he said, "I want you to write a letter, and we're going to send a, le- a letter to every person in the congregation." So I was a worship pastor. So if the people came to church they knew me just because I was on the platform every yeah, yeah. Sunday so we're going to write a letter and then we're going to address the letter it's going to get out in two days so you're going to write it tonight and we're going to get it out and then we're going to address it Sunday and we're going to pray for you and we're going to put these moments where you're not done but how do we just transition this well and it was he encouraged me to have conversations with people that I needed to have conversations with. If there was stuff that was unsaid, um, if there was bitterness that I think that was potentially there, provide opportunity. And he said, if there's people that you want to say goodbye to, set up the conversation now. Mm, get yeah. the one-on-one, go get lunch. And I had a ton of lunches and spent a lot of time. It's like, but it was good and it was tough mm-hmm. and it was really hard, um, but it was really good. And in that, and he said, <laughs> it was just really great. <laughs> he said, be okay with not, know, like with some people still being upset. Mm. I was like, man, I because I, I didn't want that to happen. Like right. My assumption is, right, well, everyone's going to be okay yeah. with me leaving because-
0: Everybody's going to be excited because I'm excited, right?
1: Right, right. Or it's just like, oh, this is a Jesus thing. Why would you be mad at that? It's like, that's not reality. Relationships are still relationships. And he just really coached me well through it. And I was able to finish well because I had someone who encouraged me through the process. Yeah, um, but having tough conversations, having really joyful conversations with people, that was really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but And the, the final thing that he said that encouraged me was like- be okay and be content with not knowing exactly how the next season's going to happen like you have great relationships here right because you build those over time like know it's going to take time to build those relationships in the next place that you're at but be intentional with that and be content with not knowing ultimately um what this is going to look like and just be faithful like you've been and he just was really great at coaching me and pushing me into it that's
0: awesome did you have someone proofread your letter Oh, 100%, Abby did. For sure, grammar, too. Dude, oh, no, and no, I've read some of your stuff. And dude, you, no, it's terrible. Great words. No. Grammar, we, we can continue <laughs> awful, to work on that. Awful. Awful. Whole letter goes out to the congregation Just miss riddled. Just and they're all evil. like, dude, this guy needed to leave 10, 10 months ago.
2: You're like, is he
0: okay? Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yes, correct. Jenna, you have one?
2: Oh, man, a good one? A few yeah, yeah, yeah a well. good one. Yeah. I'd I like a good, a good one that's also a good one.
0: No, no, no. We should probably get there soon, but I'll let you go.
2: Um, I think. The first thing that jumps to my mind is just every year, I, I mean, this is my third year um, with Oasis, and I feel like the last couple years, I can think of specific leaders from our ministry who left really well, hmm. who were faithful to the very last moment, who were continuing to pour into their yeah, small groups, so the good. people that's... they were leading, into the people that they had invited to come up onto leadership after them, um, and even how they continue to stay connected with people after. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, they impress me every year. Like, I can think of like three or four.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> so good. That's super. Up good. to the last day, they yeah, were to, pouring yes, into people. Were, they were
2: is incredible. Yeah, they just oh, settle in. It's like, oh, I'm leaving. I'm never gonna man. see these people again. So I'm not gonna dive in. They were like, no, I'm that's here, so good. I'm gonna mm-hmm. take advantage of it. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And it's funny how even when those people leave really, really well, they're not like. They're, in some ways they're not even like gone because yeah, some of those people so are good. still great resources 100%. for us mm-hmm. yep. and because they left well we still trust them enough to use their opinion and their voice and their experience and yeah man that's awesome like you leaving well gives sets you up for opportunity to continue mm-hmm. to influence that that thing you're leaving yeah yeah perfect for sake of time i am going to skip my story but okay. i will go to what it, what is, what have you guys seen as or done well, as since poor? you're
1: skipping what have you seen that's been maybe potential poor example oh
0: Easy this is, I could have a, I could have a ton of these. Um, I think I think one thing that I haven't always done well when leaving different experiences is provide really healthy feedback. And I, I think this and maybe we should have even put this in what finishing well looks like. but as you finish an opportunity, there's this closure moment where you've re- I hope you reflected on that opportunity. you reflected on that leadership, that activity, whatever that is that school experience. And a lot of times, if they're good leaders, people want that feedback. People want your experience of so you've been in this ministry, if you've been in this class, if you've been in this program for four or five years, like you should have a pretty good grasp on how that thing ticks and runs. And you can give really good feedback into that. So I, I would encourage people, and not something I've always done well, is ask if they want that feedback or. Yeah, I would ask first because mm-hmm. some leaders don't want it, and I would yeah. say that's probably not the healthiest of things, yeah. but that's where some people are at. So, yeah, provide feedback that's good and healthy and can help them, whatever that thing mm-hmm. is, past when you leave.
1: Also, know, like, yeah, that's, that's great. And I just know how the w- real world worked, especially in jobs and career. Like, I've known of too many young adults, and I love you guys to death because I'm one of you, <laughs> <laughs> um, where it's an opportunity came up, uh, a new opportunity came up, and it's like, okay, how your company works is important in how you actually quit a job mm-hmm. oh, yeah. or transition. And so there's been some people that I've known who are just like, we got this opportunity. We're actually moving next week. See ya. Yeah, and that leaves a horrid taste in the company's mouth because it puts them in a bad position mm-hmm. to actually try to find then your replacement. Like know how your company even operates uh, and what it looks like to actually quit a job and transition well in that
0: yeah and i think even if i was tagging on to my own story again of poor experiences like i said (laughs) i probably got more poor than good but that's why i'm learning and growing right uh i would say yeah there's that open transparent and finding the line between those two because it's like if you're looking to leave a job and you're starting to look around should you probably tell your boss before you have anything lined up it's like ah i don't know like i shouldn't probably shouldn't go to all your coworkers like yeah i'm leaving i'm looking for a new Mm -hmm. job like like you're still working your job, be respectful yeah. to that. But okay. it's like, uh, <laughs> it's like uh, Michael Scott on The Office when he's leaving his job and he looks up Monster. <laughs> it's supposed to be Monsters.com oh. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Dude, that's so funny. That's so good. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, being open and transparent, but also finding that line yeah. where mm-hmm. you're not <laughs> bragging in the fact that you're leaving or not yeah I don't know what the words are for it but
2: yeah Ben I loved that your your previous boss encouraged you to have conversations and and work through maybe difficult things conflict that was there because I've seen too many people who when they've left have not had those conversations and have left really poorly and aired dirty laundry and just opened up a can of worms and then said peace out I'm gone and drops the grenade and and, and runs away yeah conflict and just hurt and pain behind them and you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm.
0: And <laughs> like, I'm, that's yeah. something you could easily yep. do
2: with your roommates. Correct. Like, I mean, like absolutely. Like, all right, we're leaving in a week. Here's what <laughs> every single one of you have done wrong all year long. Uh, that I've kept a list like, that's yeah, not healthy, that's so you know? unhealthy. So.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure yeah. there's people I didn't talk to.
2: That uh, I right right? And, so it's it's not,
1: right and so it's not right and it's so it's not overworking to make sure you, like, you know where you've heard everyone's like that's just not possible but it's you know there's conversations you probably need to yeah. have have those conversations mm-hmm. That's so good Gina. yeah Gracious. Yeah. yeah and forgiving yeah, man yeah. we believe in all things there can be reconciliation
0: yeah. So as we finish this podcast yeah. finish we're gonna well? be flexible we're gonna be honest we're gonna be open we're gonna be faithful. we're gonna trust that you guys have made it this far and yeah. with that we will say goodbye we're
1: gonna be fat and hot <laughs> faithful available teachable honest open and transparent
0: yep that's, amazing. that's good good fat way to hot. end <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in and we will catch you next week love you guys
2: bye